Hey, thank you for being here. My name is Darren Jansen, and this is the Breathe 911 podcast. I want to say thank you for being here. Every week, I get on here and I share what I'm learning about physical, mental, and emotional health for first responders. Now, I've created a free guided breathing exercise. It's a down-regulating breathing session, and it's free for you. All you have to do is head on over to breathe-911.com free, and there'll be a link there for you to download it. There's also a link in the description. Just click it, and it'll take you right to the page. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you got value from it, I would be grateful if you would head over to wherever you listen to it, whether it's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and leave a comment, rating, or review. That helps us grow the channel and helps us reach new people. And now, with all that being said, enjoy the episode. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the show. We have Adrian Del Monte from Men of Bedrock with us. Adrian is an old friend and a new friend, and uh, he helps men, I don't know, become better. He's going to tell you how he does that. So, Adrian, <laughs> man, welcome here. So good to see you. So good to hear from you. Uh, tell me, tell everyone a little bit, a, a quick version of uh, who you are and what you do. Yeah. So what, thanks for having me. First of all, it's um, no a pleasure to be here. What, what I do is, is we help men, fathers, husbands, not only set goals for themselves and their faith, fitness and family, but stick to them. But what we found and what I've enjoyed about doing this kind of self-development work with men is lots of guys can start. Everyone starts and, and, and often it's like a start whether it be like a fresh start on Mondays or a fresh start in January or, or men are pretty notorious for like, you know what, from this day on, it's going to be different and making these big starts and sort of what we do and help men do is install systems that are going to help them stick. Right. Uh, in addition to the online coaching, I've just actually left my teaching job of 16 years. I've left my full-time teaching job to pursue um, just this work to help men, to serve men. Um, been married, 15 years, have three kids, three sons. And uh, so it's a very busy house. That's a little about me. Amazing. Well, congratulations on the, uh, on stepping out and, and taking a risk and for something meaningful. That's, uh, that's inspiring and, uh, terrifying. That's yeah. the word you're looking for. Terrifying. I'm looking for terrifying <laughs> as well. That is the word. All right. So, uh, I was going to ask, cause I saw you did a post on the, the big three F's and it's like, what are those? And it's faith, fitness, family. I see where we're going. Um, I love the, the, the A type personality is very much like which is the first responders personality, which is our audience is very much like, I'm going to do all of it right now. And I'm starting like, it's just, it's all or nothing. And then when it, when you miss, uh, like when you stop a streak or something that you have going, it's like, okay, now it's nothing. So you set, so you help, uh, men install systems to, can you tell a bit about your story on how you on how you've had maybe a bit of a transformation and how that's led to you figuring out the systems that work to stick with these areas that, uh, to, to get growth in. Yeah. Systems are important. I like what James clear says in atomic habits. We don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. And so systems are things that outlast your motivation or enthusiasm. So, you know, a good example would be, or an easy example would be, purchasing a gym membership. That, that's a system, 
versus saying, you know, I'm going to work out in my home and what you're doing, that can work. It can totally work. But when you put money down on a gym membership, that's like a system that is going to create some accountability for yourself. Um, another system would be getting like a buddy to meet you at the gym, right? That's another system. Another system would be like not bringing Oreos into your house. <laughs> like, you know, like it just, that's, that's a system like on the grocery list, you're not bringing things in. Um, another system that works for a lot of our guys is setting your gym clothes out the night before. Um, so rather than in the morning trying to decide, am I going, do I feel like it? Your gym clothes are already at the back door. Your, your workout drinks are waiting for you. You've already like, you know exactly what workout you're going to do. Um, you know, that's, that's another system. And so my whole life to answer your question has been about sort of proactively having systems in place that are going to allow me to stay focused. Um, motivation comes and goes. Discipline is also important, but the systems I find is like the secret thing that holds you to the commitment. So I was an endurance runner my entire life. Uh, we ran, um, we ran, we swam, and then I got into triathlon later in my life. And so I've just lived always with with some of those systems, with guys to train with, uh, with coaches that provided blueprints, another system, right? If you're trying to like, what am I going to do at the gym today? You're probably not going to go. Um, what am I going to eat today? Well, you're probably going to eat crappy food. If you have the system in place in advance, you're going to have the food prep the night before. And so that's just sort of been the story of my life, always having like things that were outside of my willpower or even my like... um even my own goal setting, I didn't set goals per se. I installed systems. And once they're in place, you know, I became a very good uh, distance runner, a very, actually, let me rephrase. I was a pretty good runner and a pretty good swimmer, uh, but that allowed me to be a very good triathlete. And so that's just been my life. My life experience has taught me that discipline works, but the same skills I learned in my endurance, I've translated into my marriage and, and my faith. Like, you know, here's another system. Do you have a time in your calendar every day where you and your wife sit down and talk? No, then you're probably not going to have a connected marriage. Do you have a time every week where the family watches a movie together or goes mini golfing? Some might call it family time. No, then you're probably not going to have real connected relationships with your kids. And so, you know, I like to say, show me your schedule. I'll show you your values. And so when you install these systems, and, and, and here's another system. I've said the word systems a lot. That might be the title. <laughs> uh, you know, is your calendar. Is your calendar full of the things that are going to bring out the best version of yourself? Then you're pro If it's yes, then you're going to become that version of yourself. If it's no, then you're going to be frustrated. Why aren't I becoming a better father? Because there's no time in your calendar that is like for your kids. So if you were to look at my calendar, you know, much of my life, much of my married life, you would see things like um, a date night right? Or Saturday mornings is always one-on-one -on -one time with one of my kids. And so this has been my story. You live with these systems, you get better results than if you don't. I'm not perfect. I should have said that at the start, but I do believe systems work better than winging it, I suppose, hoping for the best. I think that really speaks to the, actually, that that does speak to this audience very well because you've driven by a fire hall and you see the boots laid out beside the fire truck, right? Like, the, the the plan is you come in and you are prepared for whatever's going to you you don't have a in your calendar what's going to happen but if something does happen you're prepared for all those situations cops they go in they put their duty belt on they have all of their tools that they need and they they lay that out beforehand EMTs EMS they go to their trucks and they walk around their trucks and they know where everything is in all the cabinets 
they've prepared and they've laid out ahead of their shift all the things that they're going to need to be successful on that shift. And you're it's, saying it's proactive, right? It's proactive, proactive. 100%. It, it's it's versus like like if if the fire hall bell goes, is it a bell still? Like I always have this is there like a We call it I mean where I was at we called it tones. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's loud. Well, it's a the, loud noise. The image Everyone. I have from children's books is like yeah. some bell goes and everyone goes down the pole. I yeah. don't know if that is accurate. Anyways, so it's proactive though. Whether or not the bell goes or not, you're ready. You're right. ready versus your versus reacting. I mean, how much time a life could depend on you being reactive versus proactive. And I think living with a system in place, like knowing where you're trying to go and who you're trying to become versus like letting yourself get to this place where you're not real happy with like who you are and then reacting. If you could paint a picture of yourself, like this is who I'm trying to become in the future of my life. I'm, I'm actively pursuing this person proactively. You have a way better chance of hitting that person then if you become, you know, like dissatisfied and unmotivated and maybe 40 pounds overweight and you're just feeling like this sucks, then you're trying to generate momentum from a negative place versus a proactive place. Well, and I think a lot of a lot of times I don't know that you would be familiar with this. And this is not this is speaking in and not even in generalities, but there would be a a certain percentage of people in those jobs that the goal is to get the job, right? Like becoming a firefighter, become like those are very hard, hard careers to get into. They're very competitive and the standard is quite high. So the goal is to get there. Well, once you're there, then what's the next goal? Well, a lot of it is like, you you just get into this groove of like, there's not a lot of, like where I came from, it was strictly seniority based. So it's like you get promoted in 20 years, no matter what, you're going to be promoted but not before then. So it's like, okay, career goals. It's like, I don't really, this is what it is. I'm here until this happens. There's not much else I can do. And it's like, what else in your life are you doing to build yourself into the person you want to be? As opposed to like, you got lots of time off. You got time off when other people aren't off. So you got hobbies and you got second job. And it's like, what, like the, the, I, I do love the calendar and the schedule. It's like, what are you, what's your intent? Is your intent just to let time go by or like where are you trying to go yeah and, and i think there's just there's a group of people that are saying like okay i've done this for a while i'm now 35 40 years old what what, what else do i want this is a great job and a great career and and i i'm not filling the rest of my time in a meaningful way and i'm realizing that so that's that's super helpful yeah uh, yeah yeah the yeah. systems, the system. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great word you've used a hundred times. It is. I've used it a hundred times. That's right. <laughs> well, and it can be applied to everything, right? It can be applied to to any any area where you are trying to become better, right? I, I think again, I think particularly around relationally based things like marriage mm -hmm. or friendship, people don't want to put systems in place because it feels like a paradox, like a system feels too structured versus they would rather like relationships have to have spontaneity and go right. with the flow. And the reality is when you go with the flow and don't actually make time for relationships, odds are the time, or let me rephrase, it's a crapshoot whether the time you actually get spontaneously is going to be quality or not. Like if you get 10 minutes a day with your kid and that's it, like just, you know, you drive them to school and it's not good quality time, that's it. However, if I've earmarked every single day from four to four thirty, or for a lot of dads, it's like the bedtime routine. Like if I if, if I know that last hour of the day 
or, or 30 minutes of the day is for my son day after day after day after day. Odds are we'll have a great relationship. Same thing like for married guys without kids. Like when every day do you connect? And, and Darren, correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine this is probably a little tricky because you guys have to work shift, right? So like you almost have to have like a shift calendar and then like a not shift calendar um, so that you're not, well, I mean, to, uh, if I were working three or four days overnight, I would probably come out of that and just kind of, you know, want to recover. And I imagine good solid recovery is more than just like going on your phone for four to five hours. You know, right. good solid recovery requires some good solid sleep, some time where you're going to connect with your loved ones, connect where you're going to refuel, probably we're going to work out. You need to be particularly structured. Otherwise, the shift could perhaps mess with your hormones and your emotions like like, oh, like even sure. more. I'm not sure, but that's, that's what I would imagine no. if I was working shift. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that for sure. Um, So when you... So I want to go back to uh, faith, fitness, and family. Um, which one, So what I have generally found when you're changing habits, one will lead and the others will follow. What's the biggest domino to knock down in those three it, that, from what you've seen in order to get the momentum? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I would say it's going to be different for everybody. But I would say for most guys that we work with, once they figure out what the lead domino habit is and, and they can nail that again and again and again, the other ones fall easier. So I, I would I would give you an example um, or an analogy. If you had five bills to pay, right? Let's say you had five, five MasterCards. Which one should you pay first? Most people would say, well, you want to bang off the big one. Like, you got to get rid of it. No, incorrect. If you have a $10 bill, a $40 bill, a $2,000 bill, a $10,000 bill, and an and a $11,000 bill, start with the small ones. Mm -hmm. Start stacking wins, so to speak. I would actually break your day down like this as well. Start the day by stacking three quick wins, like easy things, five minutes each. Like, uh, it might be cold shower. Um, for me, my, my three morning wins are empty the dishwasher. That's really important to me. Um, I read a little bit and I journal a little bit, boom, boom, boom. I stack. And then I go to the gym. So, uh, when you figure out like, what's the thing that I have to do every single day to give me a sense of momentum, do that thing. So for some guys, it might be faith. It might be like waking up every day, read your Bible. It might be for other guys. It might be a fitness thing every day, wake up, take a cold shower. Uh, for other guys, it might be family every day, wake up, write, uh, you know, a, a, a gratitude note to your spouse. So it depends on which thing is going to give you the most momentum. Now, what I will say is this. For a lot of men, a lot of their sense or their perception of, of success has to do with the food they eat. And what I mean by that is like, if you can control what goes into your mouth, you can control what comes out of your mouth and you can control pretty much everything else. A lot of guys get down on themselves based on like their physical appearance and so much of their physical appearance, it's actually not based on what they do in the gym, right, Darren? It's based on what they do in the kitchen. 100%. So for if, if I had to pick like a habit, if one, if a guy was like, I got to get some momentum, I would say we need to probably start, let's start by doing things that you enjoy. So that might be, you know, working out a little bit, but, but very close behind it. I'm always really, really interested in what's a guy eating. How is he eating? And particularly, how is he eating when he's alone in the kitchen and his family's gone to sleep? That 
That tells you a lot. If there's one habit to target, you know what I'm saying? Like when your family goes to bed at nine, what are you doing food wise? What what are you eating in that moment? And and most men will give themselves the, well, it's been a long day or, you know, I've just got a lot of stress or, and then they'll often couple the bad food with like their phone and maybe some other things they're doing on their phone, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And so I, I, I find for a lot of guys, when we take control of nutrition, a lot of the other habits fall into place because then, you know, when you control your nutrition, you start looking great in the mirror. And then that tra- for men, we're so physical that starts translating to other things. So if I had to pick one, I, and I don't know if I've answered your question, but nutrition is high on the list. That's all. Yeah, I that's what I looked yeah, at yeah, faith, yeah. family and fitness. And I'm like, for me, when I look at that list, I'm like, if you can dial in, there are some guys who are fit, who want, who want growth in other areas. And they, they're coming at it from like, I've figured out the fitness bit, but I've maybe put too much effort into that. And I need to dial in some other areas, but for guys who have the spare tire, who have the dad bod, who, who used to be fit, who used to be active in play sports in high school. And now they're, they're not obese but they're definitely not in shape and it's like i I looked at that and i'm like i I think if you can get that first domino to be fitness and you can see within i mean within two to three months you could see a real like you cut out processed foods and sugar and in three months i don't care who you are and you drink enough water i don't care who you are you'll you will become like like you'll just well, you'll, 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 you'll lose weight and you'll feel good. You'll feel like you exactly. have control over your life. Like if you can put that, most guys like exercise, they struggle to get it going because they got busy lives with their kids. I get yeah. that, but not eating or, or, or eating with moderation. That's not enjoyable. <laughs> like food is fun. All. I love food. I like, love I could, food. I, I'm Italian. I could eat food all day long. <laughs> and so you have to be really like, you have to have some good systems in place. Again, like if men, I would say it is an easy start, easy start, create like a 14 hour fasting window for yourself. Just like if you could make one rule, don't eat from 6 PM to 8 AM the next day. That's 14 yeah. hours. That's a huge. And then in the in the rest of the day, the other 10 hours, eat with moderation, high protein as much as you can. But if you made that one rule, even if you want to even start smaller than that, don't eat from dinner till bedtime. Make that one rule for four weeks. You will be amazed with how you start to feel empowered. Not necessarily by what you see in the mirror. You will see stuff happen in the mirror, but more so what it does to your self-confidence when you're like, I'm going to eat this bag of chips. No, I'm not. I'm not eating. I'm not eating until the morning. You just feel like good about yourself. Yeah. It's like a win that you can translate to everything else. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, the other piece I'm interested in, cause you have, you take men through, I think it's a year is your pro if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So the community re- relational aspect of like men struggle to be, a lot of men struggle to maintain relationships and be in community. Can you talk to what you guys are doing as far as the community aspect of that, having guys in in relationship over and like, I'm sure they schedule time for zoom calls with your group and, and maybe in person and whatever. What do you see come out of that about, about men actually taking time to be in relationships with other men? Yeah. You know what? It's like, um, I would use any analogy of any team, whether it was, um, you know, an, an, a, a sports team or maybe it was um, my, my, my niece is on a, like an orchestra, like the, the, the Canadian 
opera singers and what, what whatever kind of team you're a part of. What I noticed, a lot of guys come into the group and ask for accountability. You know, I, I'm sure you've heard people say that. Like, I need accountability. I would say that's flawed thinking because what a, what asking for accountability suggests is that your results are my responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need accountability. If you said that to me, Darren, what does that mean? That probably means that you could get the results you wanted. If I like went to your house and like every time you picked up the bag of chips, I slapped your hand or I went shopping or, or I shamed you. A lot of guys do well uh, or, or short term do well with shame. Like what the hell? Like man up, bro. Like you're just like being this like little inner bee, like, you know, this, this language you hear. What we found is that the best communities form, not when guys necessarily have accountability, but when guys have attachment. And what I mean by attachment is I'm invested in your success and you're invested in my success. The guys who get the best results are not just the ones that be like, who's going to hold me accountable? They're also like asking, Adrian, did you hit your goals? Did you hit your, your, your non-negotiables today? Like we have a checklist of things. Did you hit your checklist? And once we're then attached, once he has learned my wife's name and my kid's name and know that right now I'm pursuing a, a specific squat goal. And I simultaneously know that he's in a cut and I know where he works and I know some things about him and where he lives We're attached. And once you have that mutuality of attachment, then we rise together. Rising tides raise all ships, but it can't just be one ship rising and pulling everybody else up. It has to be I rise and you rise. So we rise together. I think that's where often people like misunderstand what accountability is. They essentially put money down on, say, a coaching program or a personal trainer or 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 something, and then they think that that is going to get them the results. No, what happens is that when you commit to the other person while they commit to you, then you rise up together. I see this happening in our groups all the time. Guys pursue their own goals. Absolutely. They're pursuing fitness goals, faith goals, family goals. But they're similarly, not similar, I keep saying simultaneously, they're also invested in the success of other guys. So when one guy doesn't post for a couple of days, they they reach out. Hey, man, what's going on? Even if they're struggling, they still reach out. Hey, man, like, how are you doing? Can I can I support you? What do you need right now? That's been the coolest part of, of this year. Uh, we, we keep our groups really small, just groups of 10 men. So they really get to know each other's names. Like, they know what's up. Like, they know what this guy's pursuing they, they actually, another thing we do that's quite unique, I, I think, is we open and close our doors. So everybody's day one is day one. So it's not like if you signed up for our program, imagine the first day of September. Imagine if you're the new kid arriving in November, you just feel out of place. And so what we do is we open, all the guys come in. So, so day one, week one is the same for every guy. So then we journey together. It really is, you know, we've intentionally set up our groups that way. Um, and I think it's wonderful. Like we've actually got a live event this weekend where the guys will come, the ones who are within three or four hours of where we are here in Toronto and we'll get together and then we'll go out and eat. And you know, it's that sense of brotherhood is more than accountability. Yeah. Well, it yeah. sounds like from what I'm, what I'm hearing you say, which I I'm loving is accountability feels like uh, you're across the table from me and I'm going to slap your wrist. And, and what it sounds like you're talking about is like, we're shoulder to shoulder uh, doing Good. this together. Right. Perfect. So it's like, yeah. it's yeah. not face to face, yes. it's shoulder to shoulder type work. And yeah. uh, 
And that's, yeah, that's beautiful, man. I love that. Yeah. Adrian, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was, a, that was a ton. And that was a ton of great information. I thoroughly enjoyed like the accountability, accountability versus attachment. Like I, 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 I keyed into that. I love that. Um, I want to respect your time and I appreciate you making the time to be here. If people want to follow you, follow men of bedrock. If people want to get involved in, if, especially if they're local in Toronto, like that sounds like an awesome people for, I mean, for anyone, cause it's a bunch online, but I don't know, take a few minutes to talk about what men of bedrock is where uh, they can find out more and how they can get in touch with you. Yeah. So what we've, uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's been such a, such a treat. Did I talk about systems yet today, Darren? I hope I, I haven't, I haven't heard systems simultaneously. No. So you can find us on Instagram at man of bedrock or just on um, online. The website is www.menofbedrock.com. And, and the nature of our program actually goes over the whole, over a whole year. So in the first four months, we install habits for the things we talked about, nights, mornings, fitness, and nutrition. The next four months, we install habits for your family. In the last four months, we install habits for uh, your mindset. And so what we try to say is that over the course of a whole year, you'll get a full revamping of kind of like how you live day to day to day. Um, I find that a lot of fitness programs focus on 12 weeks, get a great before and after, and then three weeks later, you're kind of back to where you started. And so what we do over the course of a whole year of transformation, um, systematically, there's another S, we systematically install these habits and the guys get great results. Like we're just so pleased with the transformations that we're seeing in the group. And, and that's what makes the work uh, worthwhile. Amazing. Uh, and if people do want to get started, you mentioned you open and close your doors. When would be the next time that you guys are opening your doors? Uh, yeah, this I'm is not... going to come out next week. So. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be open. We open on September 18th. Oh, amazing. New, co new cohort will be starting September 28th. And that's a brand new group of guys who will be going on this journey of, of achieving fitness goals. I mean, most of the guys in the group get, get ripped, but they don't do it at the expense of their kids, um, at their, of their spouses, um, or of their faith. And so we kind of put all of the pieces together. So we will be open uh, for enrollment. And then the next group starts September 28th, 2023. Menofbedrock.com. You can find more info. Love it. Adrian, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. That was great. Amazing.